Welcome to the Positive Solutions for Life podcast. I'm Peggy Meyer, and I'm so excited you are here. If you're like me, you're living a good life, but you're striving for something more, something better, learning and growing, trying to improve and up-level your life, your business, your health. From goals to habits, productivity to time management, and a whole lot of growth mindset in between, Look no further for positive solutions for your life than here to help you transform from the inside out so you can truly live the life you desire. The last few weeks on my podcast, I've been talking about how to assess your life and create smarter two goals. Hopefully you have some goals you want to achieve this quarter or by the end of this year and have started taking steps to achieving them. In today's podcast, we are continuing the conversation with scheduling time to do the actions, tracking and reviewing your progress. So it'll be really good for you to take the measure part of your smarter two goals so that you know what specific activities you're going to do that will determine whether or not you will achieve your goal. So with that, let's start talking about scheduling time to take action. Goals will not get accomplished if you don't schedule a specific time and place to do them. So what are your steps towards achieving your goal? Look at the things that you said you were going to measure. What did you decide you will do that will help you achieve your goal? When are you gonna do those? If you have an exercise goal, when are you going to exercise? right away in the morning, after lunch, after work, or maybe even after supper, you have to name a specific time. For me, I exercise right away in the morning. If I don't, I probably won't get it done. I get out of bed, I put on my workout clothes, I drink a glass of water, and I get started. But how many times a week are you going to do this activity? once a week, twice a week, three times a week, every single day. So for your exercise goal, if you have one, how many days a week are you going to exercise? Every day? For me, I exercise or do some sort of movement five or more days a week. That's my goal. Most of the time it's Monday through Friday and it depending on the weekends, but sometimes there might be a day in the week that I can't. I still wanna get five or more times where I exercise or move my body in a week. It's really good to have a specific time of day and the number of times a week planned out in advance for taking action and making progress towards your goal. This will help making tracking and reviewing your progress a lot easier. But what if you have a goal that fits more into the heart-centered, smarter goal framework? So tapping into more of how you feel, how are you going to measure that? What are you going to measure? By using my example of last week of my heart-centered health goal to be in control of my thoughts, feelings, and responses so I can show up as the best version of myself, well, how will I schedule this? What will I do and when? For this goal, I will need to stop 
and check in with myself about my thoughts, my feelings, and responses. In order to do this, I first have to create a habit of noticing and acknowledging my thoughts, feelings, and how I'm responding in order to gain control of them. I will need to set alarms to check in with myself three to five times a day and have a plan for doing so because otherwise I'm going to forget. Probably an eight o'clock one after the kids go to school, before I go to work, at lunchtime, after work, and before bed are great times for me to check in with myself. How am I feeling? What am I thinking? How am I responding? Is it the way I want to show up? Is it the way I want to respond? That's four times a day. Sometimes I can add another one if I remember to check in with myself after maybe a meeting or maybe an interruption in my schedule or even when I'm noticing that I'm headed to the pantry or the refrigerator just to see what's in there when I'm not really hungry. So during the time that I check in with myself, I can ask myself these questions to help me just think a little bit more about how I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, and what I'm doing. What am I thinking right now? What are my thoughts? How am I feeling? What am I feeling? How am I responding right now? What are my reactions like? Are my thoughts, feelings, or actions congruent with my best self of who I really want to be or how I really want to show up? If not, what can I change? What thoughts can I choose to have? What feelings do I want to have that I can choose? What actions can I take that will show I am being my best self. Consider these your lead measures, looking forward by measuring the activities that influence whether or not you achieve your goal. Then you need a way to look back to determine if you've met a goal. Consider these your lag measures, and you can do this by tracking your goal. There are a variety of ways to track your goals, depending on the goal and what best fits your style and your life. The different ways I have tracked goals in the past and now include marking it on the calendar with like a big X or I prefer a star because good job, right? We love getting stars as kids. So why not give you a star? Give yourself a star for the things that you do well, or even if you just did it, give yourself a star for every time you complete an action step that's going to get you closer to achieving your goal. I've also done the same thing by just making a spreadsheet of the daily habits or the goals that I wanna have and write them out for the week and give myself a star when I've completed it. I've also used a journal especially for my thoughts and my feelings, just to be able to write them down and to be able to track them day by day. I've also used different apps on my phone. For instance, when I was tracking food, I was use some various food tracking apps, including MyFitnessPal. 
and ones that just tracked the vegetables that I had to make sure that I had and was eating a lot of colorful different vegetables every day. Of course, there's apps to track your steps, your activity levels, your heart rate, how you sleep, whatever you are tracking, I'm sure there's an app for that. You can also keep track in your planner. I have used Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner. Now I'm currently using that um, and I've used it in the past. It has a nice streak tracker on every weekly preview page to write down your habit goals and track your daily progress, as well as space to show your progress towards your top three big goals for the week using a percentage of how well you did or how much you completed. I've also used Brandon Bouchard's High Performance Habit Planner in the past, and in that, it has space to write up to three daily goals and priorities, and a place to score how well you are doing related to his top high-performance habits, clarity, productivity, energy, influence, necessity, and courage. These are aspects and habits of your life that, that get you closer to your goals, no matter what goals that you have for yourself. In Brendan Burchard's High Performance Habit Planner, there's also a weekly review, and you can do that on the 10 key areas of your life, which he has in his as health, mental and emotional well-being, partner or love, family, friends, mission, experiences, spirit, finances, and learning. He has also all of this on his Growth Day app. If you've never uh, checked that out, um, please do so. I'll put some the notes on where to find that in the show notes. So no matter how you are tracking the actions you need to make progress towards achieving your goal, it's important to recognize how far you've come and not to beat yourself up over not being perfect or not progressing as fast as you would like. In The Gap in the Gain, Dan Sullivan and Dr. Ben Hardy state that it is important to measure back from where you started so you can see the gains you have made, the progress, to see how far you have come and not to get focused on how far you have left to go which often leads us feeling discouraged and feel like giving up because it seems so out of reach. This is the gap. Or another way to look at it is using Islet Fishbach's small area principle, which states that to sustain motivation, we need to compare our next action to whichever is smaller. The progress that we've made or the progress we still need to make to achieve the goal. When you first start on a goal, focus on the progress you have made since you started, the gain. When you're halfway towards achieving your goal, focus on what you have left, the smaller portion, the gap, when you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's like when you're climbing a mountain, when you're first starting out, Focusing on how far you have to go is very daunting. Instead, focus on the progress that you have made by looking back to see how far you've come. This kind of reminds me of a couple summers ago when our family went hiking on the trails in Rocky Mountains in Colorado. 
It was a trail with three lakes. We got to the first lake full of lily pads. And on the other side of the lake was this large boulder that looked so high up in the air. There was people standing on it that looked very, very small. It seemed like it would take us so long to get there. Then soon we were the people standing on this large boulder and remarking how far we had come and how little the people on the other side of the lake looked. Then continuing our way and getting to the second lake, we had another burst of energy because we only had one more lake to go. We were over halfway there. We were looking forward. We're, the motivation to see that third lake kept us moving, even though the trail was so much steeper and harder than the trail before us. And an afternoon thunderstorm was causing other hikers to turn around and head back down. But we were determined we wanted to see that third lake and we were so glad we kept moving forward. We got to the end and wow, what a beautiful sight. We were on the top of the mountain. Not literally, because once we got there, we saw that there was bigger mountains. But anyway, we were at the end of the trail. We had seen the three lakes and we had accomplished our goal. Not all the time will we be perfect. We'll, there'll be times when we want to turn around and go back, like the people that got kind of scared of the afternoon thunderstorm. There'll be times when you don't want to do the things that you said you're going to do. I've done that. And I know you have too. There are times when I for, have forgotten to check in with myself, to check in with my thoughts and my feelings. There's times when I don't want to get up in the morning and work out. There's times when I have a morning meeting and I don't have time to exercise right away. And then I don't. We're human. We're living in a very unpredictable, sometimes uncontrollable world. Things come up. When things come up, don't let one slip be an excuse for quitting. Don't overindulge just because you had one thing you said you weren't going to eat or for not doing it later when a morning meeting interrupts a workout schedule. Do something later in the day. Take a choice. Take control. You have a choice for the next step. Stay focused on your goal. Remind yourself of the actions you said you were going to do and choose one thing that moves you closer to the top of the mountain, to the top of your goal, to achieving your goal. So that leaves me, brings me to the last point, review. Review your progress daily and weekly. How much closer did you get to achieving your goal? What's the percentage of success rate in tracking your lead measures, your habits? Did you do it 80% of the time? Great job. What went well? And if you didn't get there, if you didn't achieve all of the things that you wanted to, what didn't go so well? What did you learn about it? What will you continue to do? 
And what will you change? These are all questions we can ask ourselves in review of how did we do on the things that we said we were going to do? Then make a plan for the next day or even the next week. Remember, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Start with one step, schedule it, track it, review it, then repeat. Soon you'll be halfway up your mountain, on your way to reaching your goal. Thank you for joining me today. Next week, we're going to take a look at some of our thoughts that limit us on our journey to achieving our goal and how we can change them. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some value, insights, and something that resonated with you in today's show. If today's show spoke to you, would you please share it with a friend and go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening from and subscribe to the show so that you can be the first to know when new content and episodes go live. While you're there, would you please give it some love? Please like it, comment on it, and leave a five-star rating and review. Thank you so much in advance for taking two minutes of your time to do this. Your likes, comments, and reviews really help get the word out to more people who need to hear there are positive solutions for their life. I would love to connect with you. You can find me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whichever is your favorite platform, and let's have a conversation about today's show. Thanks for listening and have a great week.